0: Anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person, for I did not come to judge the world but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that His command leads to eternal life, so whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. John chapter 12, verses 47 through 50. If this whole discourse of Jesus that we've been looking at the last few days were to have a soundtrack, it might be the band Europe song, The Final Countdown. Remember that song from the 80s? These are the last words to the Pharisees, the final words before Jesus is arrested and crucified. The countdown is on. It is the last time in John's Gospel that he would address the Pharisees, and has, as has always been throughout this Gospel, the words of Jesus are not well received by the Pharisees. Again, Jesus' claims about himself are humongous. He claims in these verses to be the savior of the world. He claims that his words will be the basis of judgment on judgment day. He claims that everything he does has been in direct communion with the Father in heaven. And he claims that following his words will lead to eternal life. Huge claims. And Jesus is either making it all up or he's crazy as a loon or he is telling the truth and he is right. But then we need to ask ourselves, would a liar have had the power to do what he did and the impact that he's had if there wasn't anything to what he said and taught? And would a lunatic have the insight and the wisdom to share teaching and a way of life that would transform the world for 2,000 years? Yet again in these verses, Jesus emphasizes his service to the Father and also his oneness with the Father. No prophet would ever claim that his own words would be God's very standard of judgment on judgment day, but Jesus makes this claim because he's more than merely a prophet. Jesus has the very words and commands of the Father, and he shares them clearly. Because of this, to reject Jesus is to reject God. To ignore Jesus' words are to ignore the words of God. To not believe in Jesus is to not believe in God. To refuse to follow Jesus is to refuse to walk in God's ways. The warning here for the people listening is a strong one. Yet the overemphasis of this passage is positive, even if the warning is strong. Jesus' words come from the Father, and all who trust and obey them will have eternal life. That is the point. That is what Jesus wants. That is the desire of God. The reason Jesus came was to save the world, and he wanted it so badly that he was willing to die a terrible death to make it happen. That's how much he loves us. That's how much he wants to save us. Salvation is what he wants, and it is offered to anybody who wants it. One last thought from these verses, Jesus begins the passage by saying that he doesn't judge anyone who rejects him. Judgment will come later, at the end of days, but while he was walking the earth, Jesus was not coming to judge anyone. And if Jesus wouldn't judge anyone who wasn't following him, then we should certainly not presume to do so either. We are not more righteous or more worthy to judge than Jesus was, and he chose not to do that on this earth. As you go about your day today, consider what you know about the words of Jesus. Sometimes it's called the red letters of Jesus. What do you know about what he taught and what he commanded, how he instructed us to live? How well are you taking his words into your life? How well are you trusting and obeying his words? When we are judged by his words at Judgment Day, how will we measure up? And what do the answers to these questions mean for our spiritual journey as we move forward?